Outside, the swelter of summer, which reminded her all too much of Qazal, had given way to autumn breezes. The trees in Le Chaise's greatest public courtyard were just beginning to turn colors, though the branches still clung to the leaves desperately. Not unlike the way Luca clutched her cane with nerves right now. Inside the grand hall of the Palais Le Chaise, however, the swelter continued. Two fires burned low at either end of the hall, and sweaty bodies crammed in a room that should have been big enough but felt like a hat box. The audience's body odor was masked by expensive oils and noxious perfumes. Along with the smoke from the fire and the oily smell of the candles lining the walls, it was enough to dizzy and nauseate. Luca replaced the scowl on her mouth with something dignified and somber. In front of her, stirring and gossiping, her audience like a single creature, its voice a wave, its gauze crushing. Were they staring at Luca? Or at the hulking tarpaulin-covered statue on the dais behind her? The monument memorializing the Baladarans killed in Qazal's reign rebellion. Nobles from the five regions of Baladir rustled in their silks and jackets. The comtes, the marquises, and their smaller regional lordlings. The merchants, rich enough to buy a place. Just as she had a year ago, Luca felt smothered by the need to gain these people's approval, to pull them to her side. Unlike last time, however, she had little hope she could. She had just lost them an inordinate amount of money. The captain of her guard, Guillaume Juliette, stood to her right, while the other two guards flanked her. All three of them stood utterly silent and still. Behind them, Duke Nicolas Ancier, her uncle and regent, cleared his throat brusquely. Stop wasting my time, that sound said. The great clock that hung on the north wall above one of the fires ticked merrily, its naked gears shifting, oblivious to the pressure mounting on Luca's shoulders. Luca stepped forward to address her citizens. Belader? The word came out as a squeak. The hall had been designed lovingly for acoustics, and still her voice was swallowed by the space. She cleared her throat, pushed down her nerves, and tried again. Citizens of Baladère! Silence rippled through the crowd as she caught their attention. It was my honor last year to oversee our interests at the farthest corners of our great empire, while my uncle held us strong here, at home. Luca tightened her stomach against the rising nausea. This was the first time she had spoken publicly about the fall of the colony. I ordered Baladaran soldiers to pull out of Qazal for the safety of Baladir and her people. I also witnessed the tragic treatment of the people there, people who counted on Baladir to bring them civilization and its benefits. Instead, we brought them... A heavy hand landed on her shoulder. Her uncle glared down at her under the guise of a tight-lipped smile. Her uncle, who still sat on her throne. Her uncle, who had given the order to sink the ships with the Belladerans on them before they could dock in Belladere and spread the Qazali plague through the heart of the empire. 
Luca shrugged his arm off. Instead, she repeated, we brought them pain. When I take my place upon the throne, I commit to forging a lasting peace between Kazal and her people, with a new hope of magical exchange. Her uncle's fingers dug deep into her shoulder, and he pulled with just enough force to unbalance her. Luca stumbled back. And then, dear uncle Nicola, took Luca's place in front of the crowd and began to talk about this preventable tragedy and the importance of caution when it came to the safety of our great nation, as well as rebuilding damaged trade relationships. Luca seethed behind him. When Nicola finished, he stepped back. The crowd applauded, the sound deafening in the hall. <laughs>